Hello there, welcome back to This Is a Podcast. I'm your main host, Canon Rivero. I just want to talk about to the few people, to the people out there who are listening right now and are getting ready to take some finals about that time of year, happiest time, most wonderful time of the year. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the United States, Canada culture and diffusion and of course, United States and Canada, physical geography. Now to start us off, we're gonna talk about a little bit about pop culture. Basically, it's a culture based on the taste of ordinary people and celebrities, rather than the educated elite or common day people. Some great examples are MTV, clothing lines, and uh, popular fast food restaurants. Um, another great thing, just a, just a reminder about culture diffusion in the United States and Canada is fast food, which is basically changing restaurants that serve food at faster speeds than a normal restaurant, uh, while still being presentable, while also being at a lower price. The best example of this actually is our everyday McDonald's. And of course, for, for some more cultural diffusion, we actually have democracy. It's basically, people have the authority to choose their governing legislation, uh, who people are, elections of, or another, what I mean is uh, we choose representatives ourselves. And then uh, culture diffusion, of course, is also also includes actually the Columbia Exchange, which was a transfer of plant animals, culture, human population, technology, diseases, and ideas between America and West Africa and, and the Old World in the 15th and 16th centuries. Measles were actually a big part of that. On the court, and it affected us greatly, you know, because the the exchange, the exchange brought over many great things that were resourceful, but also brought over diseases that we didn't know, and uh, new sicknesses like measles. Uh, some of the stuff brought over from the action from the Colombian exchange to us were was actually uh, cocoa, bananas, uh, I believe cattle, <laughs> measles, of course, like I mentioned, and I mentioned measles. Okay, just making sure, and uh, sugarcane. Okay, that was just a reminder on some Canada culture diffusion. Now we're going to talk about the United States and Canada physical geography itself. So let's start. Let's start this off with the Bering Land Strait, uh, which is basically just a really big land bridge between Siberia and Alaska that was exposed during the most recent ice ice age when the water of the Bering Land Strait uh, receded back into the ocean. I find that very interesting. A lot of people think that stuff crossed over from over there. You know, like animals uh, or some some things might have migrated over there from uh, from Siberia to Alaska. Um, another great thing is the Mississippi River from America. Uh, it's, it's actually the second longest river in the world, and it runs about 2,348 miles of river, and it also runs through many states. Uh, also, the Mississippi, just a reminder, was a part of a lot of the American history involving revolutions of war, and it was used as a trade route many years ago. And it still is today, actually. Uh, now let's talk, let's get back to Canada over here and talk about the Canadian Shield, which is really just a large area of exposed pre Precambrian igneous and high grade metamorphic rocks. Uh, or it's actually a geological shield that also forms the ancient geological core of the North American continent continent um this is a this is a very beautiful area but not many people settle here because it's really hard to grow crops because it's very rocky rocky and all that and it also gets very cold in the winter time okay now another great thing is the is canada population distribution if you notice and if you look at, a, at where people live in canada you'll notice that a lot of people live near the border of the united states 
uh, because it's a lot warmer there and it's got really good fertile soil there. Um, God bless me. Hold on. Sorry, I thought I had to sneeze. Um, sorry about that. But, uh, ooh. maybe I do. <laughs> okay. But, uh, just ask yourself this question for the for U.S. climate population distribution, which was how has climate in the U.S. affected the way people settled and lived over time? Or, of course, how has it affected the, affected the distribution of the culture? Um, my personal opinion on that is uh, because how we mix the U.S. climate and different in other states, like in Texas in the summer, can go over 100 degrees in the afternoon, while Colorado usually won't pass 70. Uh, so different people did different things to adapt and make money like fur trade, fishing, and they made different clothes and different temperatures depending on the climate of the area. Well, I believe that's all I have to talk about to the about United States Canada physical geography and of course United States and Canada cultural diffusion. Well then well thanks for stopping by to this is just a podcast of episode three of season one and uh till next time.